Hours to Protect. Brought to you by Tip FM, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee. Check out hourstoprotect.ie for more info. So the task force was um, put in place by government. It was a it was an action in the program for government, um, and uh, that that task force was put in place last April, April 2022. And the government selected a number of people in the region, subject matter experts from industry, academia, and and so on. And, um, and asked me to chair that task force then. And we were asked to focus on the economic development potential of the region. Right? So, the, the, um, so that's the areas that we've worked with. So we had a large, large amount of public consultation um, and we had a great response from the public actually with, with some very good contributions. Um, we also engaged then directly with government departments um, with uh, national and, and international stakeholders as well. Um, and uh, over the last 15 months have worked all of that together to produce this report. What's interesting is I see a quote from you that says this is the opportunity of the century for the region and the state. Explain why that is. Yeah, so maybe, firstly, if I could maybe put some context on it, uh, Sheila, for your listeners. The, um, the, we're an economic task force, right? So the, and at the moment, we're at a high point in the economic cycle, right? The, the, um, you know, we're, we have historically low unemployment, right? And it's great to see it. Um, a big change in the last 10 years when we had, you know, 14, 15%, you know, 10 years ago. So as an economic task force, our first, you know, focus is how do we ensure that we hold on to what we have and that we don't let that progress slip backwards? And the second thing then is identify new opportunities. So the um, in that new opportunity space, um, we have identified the ability now to take wind from the Atlantic Ocean and convert it into electricity um, as the opportunity because the technology is now becoming available to enable that to happen. Up to now, that technology wasn't, you know, there, right? But that technology now is coming uh, available. Now, the, the foundation of all of this, right, though, is protecting the base that we have. There are two areas there that we focused on because if you look at our region, which, uh, the region being Kerry, the Tipperary, Clare, Limerick, the, um, the industries we have are obviously the big industry is food mm-hmm. and, and agriculture and food manufacturing. Then we have a lot of other manufacturing, you know, Irish companies and, and, and foreign direct investment. Um, we have some services um, and we have some tourism. Now, they're all internationally exported or traded and, um, and they're all, all ultimately price sensitive. Right. Um, and they're all also, we say, trying to decarbonize. And because that's what the customers need. So there's national targets and around climate and so on, as you know. Um, but there's also customers are asking for this, right? So the um, so two areas that we identified. One was infrastructure, right? So the, um, the European Union assess each region of of we say of, you know of the union um, on a regular basis, and our region is at fifty percent of the average of the European Union average on infrastructure. Now, we contend that's not a sustainable uh, position, right? That, that as a periphery region, which is where we're so dependent on exports um, and price-sensitive exports, right, of food and so on, right, that we need to at least have the infrastructure. So, the you know, a good connection to Ross Lair, right, you know, at the N20, you know, the N24 upgrade, right, is essential to connect this region to Europe now. Ross Lair, I think everybody agrees, has done a good job in, you know, bringing in new connections to Europe and so on, right? But we need connections, both road and rail, from this region to Rosslare. 
right, and so on. So there are a number of, 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 um, of pieces in the infrastructure space. So the area that we are proposing to focus on is on biomethane, and that's gas that's generated from mostly cattle slurry and, and um, materials like that. And we have um, put a program in place now to, to get that uh, uh, up and going as a pilot. So explain to me then, ye are, do you put now t- together a proposal, a plan um, uh, to achieve these? And are they done in certain yes. stages or you, what's the next step? We have a number of plans in, in train, right? So um, maybe just to talk about biomethane, it will be of interest to your listeners. So we have six companies now, right, that we have done work with KPMG. And um, we are ready, are almost ready now to come to the market and seek um expressions of interest from farmers and, and co-ops and others will say to supply these industries with biomethane gas. Right. Um, the, um, now, we're also at the moment working with the Department of, of Environment on this um, the, um, because it could be part of a national pilot, right? But the government have set a target of 10% of the Irish gas demand to come from biomethane by 2030. Um, we, we want now to, to, to press on with that um, we believe that 10% is more than achievable. Right now, today, in Denmark, 37% of what's in their grid is coming from biomethane. So, um, the, we, and we, the, you know, this is a, this is a win-win. It, it, it transfers money into rural Ireland, money that companies are spending today on gas imported from abroad. It puts it now into, into rural communities. Um, and it also, the, the process of taking the carbon out of, out of slurry and so on reduces pollution risk as well. So there's, you know, a number of win-wins here, right? And it helps those companies decarbonize in a cost-effective way for them, right? So we're um, we're almost ready now to come to the market seeking expressions of interest on on that. And these are uh, these companies, and um, their total gas demand, right, is actually 10%. Those six companies alone are at, are are using about 10% of the Irish demand, so it's big demand. Now they may may not want all of it. Uh, you know, they might say we'll go to 30% of our demand, but it's a large amount. And we're, and we're hoping to get that up and running in partnership with, with the Department of Enterprise, our Department of Enterprise, Department of Environment and Department of Agriculture, hopefully later this year. Now, on offshore wind, we also have a plan put together with, and we have an agreed plan now that if implemented, um, we'll get power onshore by 2032. The, the plan is agreed between the Department of, Enterprise, of uh, Environment, Department of Enterprise, and four of the major floating off international developers that are, have an interest in, in developing offshore wind off Clare. The, um, and so we've asked government now to create a floating offshore wind agency that will manage this, um, all, all of the complexities that are involved in this. Um, but the big prize then, um, Sheila, is, is you know, the new industries that we can attract uh, to Ireland with that power. Ours to Protect. Brought to you by Tip FM, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more info.